Was there ever a time in college when you just felt lost? A lot of students struggled that first year being away from home without mom's help. For me, I felt this a lot. One of my biggest struggles was food. So my question for everyone today is, how does college change and affect students' health and nutrition? My name is Lily Ballinger, and in today's podcast, I will be talking about that transition from home life to college life. Going away to college the first time is so scary, leaving home, friends, and everything familiar. For me, I knew I wouldn't lose touch with my family, my mom, and I would always visit. But one of the hardest things I faced was my relationship with food and maintaining a healthy relationship with my body. All throughout high school, I struggled greatly with maintaining a healthy weight, but thankfully I had friends and family around who could help me when it came to my food struggles, whether it just be something as simple as making sure I ate something that day, or helping me decide on what would be healthy for me or what would not be healthy. But when I left for college, I didn't have that support system anymore. I was going to the grocery store by myself, I was eating in the dining halls or out at restaurants. This meant I was constantly concerned about what I was putting into my body, and my struggle with making sure I ate even when I felt insecure, which as a college student is a lot. With all of this being said, I had to learn ways to manage what I was eating. One of the biggest factors for me too was I knew I wasn't the only person with this struggle. I knew multiple girls who struggled with finding a good balance, and even as I noticed my friends' struggles, I noticed that almost everyone had started eating differently, mostly for the worst. As I said before, I have struggled a long time with maintaining a proper relationship with food and my body. Growing up, I believe a lot of people, especially girls, have that same struggle. But it wasn't until I was in college, living with these people, that I started to notice I wasn't the only one with these same struggles. I knew that I wanted to change my health for the better, but what could I do to make sure other people were able to maintain healthy eating habits? In college, this is hard. It was hard to not always want to heat up some ramen noodles or go to the restaurants right across the street. But I had to remind myself I cannot survive healthily off of fast food. I also struggled with getting the right food for myself at this store. I certainly couldn't have been the only person dealing with this, right? The longer I was at school, I realized I wasn't the only one. My best friend didn't eat. Literally, I don't remember one time I saw her eat in the dining hall when we used to go in a group. With that, I also never saw her eat anything other than cookies, Cheetos, or ramen noodles. It was hard to not be concerned when she said everything was alright. Not only her, but my roommate never left the dorm to eat. It was always ramen, delivery, or pizza rolls. That can't be healthy. So with my two closest friends at school also struggling with food in their bodies, I knew I wasn't the only one, and there were certainly more people with the same problem as me. It's one thing to eat bad, but it's another thing to just not eat. When it comes to eating disorders, they can be tricky. They show up in many different forms whether people realize it or not, and I think a lot more people deal with eating disorders than we truly care to see. I just recently had a conversation with my friend from home about these struggles with eating in college. He told me that he understands because in freshman year of college he would eat chicken with red sauce and mandarins for his meal for the day. He wanted to keep his weight down. Obviously that's not healthy, but maintaining a healthy relationship with food and your body can be really hard. I read an article with childmind.org that discusses the relevance of eating disorders in a college setting. The article notes that the stress of a college schedule, managing a new social context, and dealing with independent living can trigger re-emergent anxiety or, in some cases, a new mental illness. They also go to talk about the difference between eating disorders and disordered eating. 
A lot of times disordered eating can originate from fad diets or clean eating, while eating disorders typically originate from some type of desire for control, whether it's intentional or not. The article also states that the National Eating Disorder Association reports that 35% of normal dieters progress to unhealthy eating, and of those, 25% develop partial or full syndrome eating disorders. This being said, a lot of mainstream media plays into these disorders because people from Kim Kardashian to smaller influencers promote these fad diets on Instagram all the time. And in college, one of the biggest things is wanting to fit in. A study from Cornell University stated that overweightness and obesity rates have dramatically increased over the past few decades, and they represent a health epidemic in the United States. However, I also found a case study that basically shows how eating habits in college vary based on person. The study had control groups who were eating certain foods for a certain amount of time, and then they tracked the eating after the study was done. Overall, it proved that it's really hard to maintain healthier diets than it is thought by most people. There is a judgment passed on people for not being healthy eaters, but sometimes it's more difficult to maintain healthy living than most people realize. The wellness program at Arizona State University also published an article discussing the struggles of maintaining healthy eating while in a whole new environment. Prioritizing healthy eating can be difficult to manage, and at our age, it's even more difficult because we are barely getting a grasp on being adults. Not to mention, eating healthy is expensive and takes planning and knowledge. But the article also mentions ways in which we can still maintain healthy eating habits while in this new environment. The wellness team has events like Tasty Tuesday and Ask a Nutritionist to give students opportunities to learn more about healthy options and to get answers to whatever nutrition questions come to their minds. Not only that, but there are clubs and classes you can join in order to upkeep healthy living. There are also resources through the health center if students ever need help, and that includes counselors. The health services at Rutgers also posted an awesome article listing various ways to maintain healthy eating. This list includes portion sizes, eating breakfast, eating healthy snacks, drinking water, drinking less sugary beverages, and limiting junk food. But it is also okay to indulge sometimes. We just need to make eating healthy convenient. And it also is okay for asking for help. There was a lot more on this list, but I only picked out some of my few of the favorite tips. In college, there are a lot of ways to make eating unhealthy. There are also a lot of ways in which the body and food relationships can be hard. The dining hall and quick trips are not the best route for food options. While it's not plausible to entirely avoid these, it is also a good idea to not always eat there. Go grocery shopping, join clubs and classes, make friends who encourage you to be yourself, not who society and social media wants you to be, and do research. Finally, reach out for help. It's okay to ask for help. Everybody struggles at some point, and college is tough, but I hope I was able to make it a little easier for you today. I hope that this podcast episode today was able to help, encourage, and inspire everyone who tuned in. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for other great and relevant topics.